This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today, I'd like to discuss why we have 22 veterans a day committing suicide and why it's on the rise in our nation as a whole. This episode could be a little bit graphic, so if you happen to have your kids in the car with you, this might not be the episode for them. Uh, There won't be any cussing per se, but it is a rather mature topic. Yesterday I had a conversation with well, who I'll call a friend. A friend in the sense that we play an online game together. Which, if you'd asked me a couple of years ago, I probably wouldn't have known what you were talking about. That's not something that I grew up doing. You know, honestly, I spent more time playing outside than being inside. Even though I'd bought my Nintendo way back in the day with my own money. You know, I always preferred to be outside instead. I use the game as a form of stress relief. Something just to calm me down. Not have to worry as much about what's going on in the world for a little while. It's a way to decompress. Some people watch trash TV. I play a stupid game on my phone. Whatever. Well, one of the fellows that I play this game with, I've noticed over the last week or so that his tonality had changed quite a bit. He was, and this is really geeky, and I apologize, but giving away some of his game resources and just passing them out because he wasn't going to need them. Which in a game, it's like, oh, cool, bro. I appreciate you. But I know from the real world and my life that that's a very distinct sign that somebody's having trouble. Now, some things that I should mention is I've talked with this individual before and the reason that I was talking with him is he's homeless. He lived in his truck. Not sure how the phone works, um, but I know there's programs, so there's probably a way that that works. But, you know, just talking him through, you know, there's things that he has going on. And he admitted yesterday that he was thinking about taking his life. So we ended up talking for about 45 minutes. And actually, as soon as this episode is done, uh, going to be having a follow-up conversation. Nothing in this world happens by circumstance. You know, it's fate, really. I saw one of the veterans that I follow on social media, uh, Derek Carver, talking about 
the rise in the epidemic of veterans committing suicide at Veterans Affairs hospitals. Now, this might be a touchy subject for those in my audience that think universal or single-payer health care is a good idea. Having gone through that system, I really do suggest that you try it out before you buy it. It is way worse than being able to talk to a civilian doctor. Um, the only people that say otherwise, yeah, they don't really have experience. Um, you know, there's the UK example. Oh, well, we all have health care. Yeah, they decide whether you live or die or if you get a surgery. Uh, you have to wait months to get a procedure done. Same thing in Canada. Now, I forget who it was, the guy from uh, the Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger, maybe, in the news that he was coming to the U.S. for a procedure. And guys, there's a reason for that. There's also a reason he didn't go to the VA. You see, a lot of the problems that people have is based on that lack of care and control. I know I messed my back up when I was in Iraq back in 2005. Uh, right before I um, handed home from OAF 2.2. And I've dealt with pain in my neck, my back, on the right side, every day for 14 years. I've gone to the VA. I've tried to work through their system. Matter of fact, uh, when i gotten home from my deployments, I had... And I don't normally get sick, so I didn't have, like, normal health insurance because, well, I'm in the military. So I went to the VA, and I'd had this lump in my neck. I wasn't sure what the heck it was. I mean, I'm not a doctor. That's not my jam. It wasn't like a cyst or something, but something the size of a ping-pong ball inside of your neck that, that's noticeable when I would turn my neck, I'd feel the tendons kind of thwack go over it really, really bad. And I sat at the emergency room for, God, what is it, four hours that time? And didn't get any care. I had to out-of-pocket pay a civilian doctor who drained it and took care of me. The other time that I've been to the Veterans Hospital. I wasn't feeling well. And I sat in the hospital for hours again. Now, mind you, it takes over an hour to get to this hospital anyway. But there's a rule where if you're within 40 miles, you have to go to a veterans hospital. You can't just go to a normal doctor. Once again, sat there for hours and hours and hours Ended up going home paying a civilian doctor. I had a really bad infection, and I could have gone septic in the next day or two. But thankfully, I paid a civilian doctor, and they took care of me. I've also had this come up, trying to get appointments for my glasses, a basic physical, meeting with a therapist, all of these things. And when you think about the quality of care that you're getting, uh, I thought it was actually a joke when I got 
my glasses at the VA because I saw my civilian doctor first and they had me looking at this fancy machine. It did some fancy eye test and then it sped up my prescription in about five minutes. At the VA, God, I want you to think about it. It's like when in Back to the Future 3, Marty McFly's back in the Old West. Like think of a doctor using technology from back then and you have the little like set of glasses and then they put one lens in and then they flip it to another lens and they say which one's better and you go through that process slowly, slowly, slowly. It took an hour and the prescription wasn't exactly right because they didn't have a lens that read exactly where my eyes needed to be. I'm not blind as a bat by any stretch. As a matter of fact, as I record this, I haven't worn my glasses in quite some time. But that's the level of care that you're getting at the VA. Now, I want to make a a distinction here because my chiropractor, who is now in private practice, is amazing. He's a great dude. He does very well for me. He's very caring. I would recommend him 10 times out of 10. But he left the VA and he's now a civilian doctor because of a lot of the issues with standard of care. How does that tie in with the 22 a day? There's a lot on our plates. And for the veterans out there, You know, if that's you, before you think of anything like that, please reach out to me. I'm happy to take that phone call any time of day. Your brothers are there for you. I've been there. And some other episodes, I'll get a little bit deeper into that. But the stress we feel, the lack of feeling that you have a tribe not fitting in, uh, potentially not liking the way the country's gone over the last 10 years. I get it. These are factors that a lot of the veteran community that I interact with bring up as issues. You're not alone. There's other people out there that understand you. And we're willing to help you, whether it's stress with being going through a divorce. I've done that. Having your business struggle and fail. I've done that. Not feeling comfortable integrating into corporate life. Been there, done that. Not knowing how to career path or what you're going to do or finding your purpose. Been there, I've done that too. In life, there are challenges. There's no doubt about that. But the number 22 a day, that's not something that we need to sustain. That's something that we can work on. And there's people out there that are willing to help you do that. So if that's you, as you're listening, there's people that love and care about you and are willing to take that call any day. Just make sure you make that phone call before you make that decision. 
because a phone call is easy. Undoing that decision, potentially, is impossible if you're successful. I apologize for the rather somber side to this episode, but I think it's important that you understand things that are happening in real time in my life. Because if it's happening with me, I know I'm not alone. And I want to make sure that everyone understands that pain shared is pain divided. And even though I don't know you, I love you. There's others in this world that love you as well. You don't need to feel alone. You don't need to feel less than. Your brothers and sisters are here to support you. That is definitely something that we would want to intentionally disrupt. Have a great day.